Hey guys, welcome to For the Kudos episode 60. I'm your host Brett and I'm here with... Joel. <laughs> Jesus. Why? Do you know why I did that? Because well. I was watching clips of um, Mr. Bean on the weekend <laughs> and when he's like, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... And so that's why I was like, no, you've got to intro us this week. <laughs> How you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. I was thinking... Uh, so I don't know if the listeners could hear um, some of the mic bangs last week, um, but that was Brett tapping on the tapping on the side of the microphone because we were holding them instead of putting them in the stands. And I thought, oh well, at least we'll fix that now. But instead, you've decided to wear the loudest jacket oh, no, yeah. I've ever heard. That's why it's a bloody hiking jacket for a podcast. Why? <laughs> what do you think you're doing, mate? <laughs> I know. Jeez, the podcast always starts so good and then it just goes downhill from the start. Well, at least it starts good. I've listened to a few podcasts that start bad and end bad. So mm. we're doing all right. Um, you went out to run Melbourne yesterday? I did. Yeah, it was uh, pretty bloody perfect um, race conditions. Yeah. For a, for a Melbourne race, like there was bugger all wind. Um, yeah, it's just really really good I th- obviously you can it can be so uh hit or miss in the middle of a melbourne winter but uh yeah heaps of people running pbs a lot of uh podcast fans out there yelling out seeing good. me so it's yeah it's cool the um i don't reckon that course is great either oh so it's if not. you run a pb on that so it should run quicker yeah so d- definitely um like for example riley you know, yeah um he was just off his pb and as a coach that annoys me because it's like I know that you would run like a, if he performed yesterday like he did at Gold Coast, he would have run like a two minute. PM. Yeah. Um. So and it's you know it's frustrating, but it's, it's still a really good result. But I feel for those ten k guys, the top ten k guys, because I was out there. Um. I was doing my long run, and I was at about the four k mark, and. That, that was when Dave – well, I reckon no. Dave actually would have run past the last half person at like the 2K mark and then progressively as he gets deeper into the race, he gets more and more banked up. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was – by 4K, he's darting across and it was fuck, so funny. So through Faulkner Park, right, there's, um, there's the, the long gradual uphill, okay? Yeah. Imagine I'm with Lockie, Corndog, Lockie Connell. Um, we are – on the left-hand side of the path and we're looking straight ahead and all the half marathon runners are coming towards us, right? Dave is up ahead and he's winning with the lead bike and as we're looking, he's coming um, he's coming to up the left-hand side of the path that we're looking at, right? So me and Lockie are like yelling to everyone on the course that's running towards us Move right, move right, everyone move right because we're trying to help Dave, mm. but they're running the other way, so they're right it's <laughs> into it. They him. literally stepped in front of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and we realized because everyone's stepping in front, and then we're like, fuck, no, no, left, left. <laughs> it was, we really cooked it. And this bloke on the, uh, on the side of the road was like having a go at us for it. He goes, You guys realize it's their right, not their right. And he was going on about it, and Lockie was like, All right, mate, we've heard enough. <laughs> It's quite funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, we really fucked that up. Um, so sorry, sorry uh, if you were caught up in that little debacle. I'll I'll take blame for that. So Dave ran twenty nine forty five. Yeah. So I would have thought if you were to look at that, you go, oh, that's not that good. Um, Dave can run better. But after seeing like how much he was held up, it was a yeah. good run on that course. On that and considering course. he ran twenty nine forty five, what is it six weeks ago? At um, Albert Park. Albert Park. Yeah. So, yeah, like 
the same time, but worst a uh, worst course and, and a lot of traffic to get through. So yeah, no, nah, improving. Exactly. Yeah, it was good. Good run by him. Um, we had the best of Patreon episode for yep. June come out. Yep. Um, just trying to let everyone know like what he's on Patreon and like there's a lot of good content on there right now. So showing all of you what you're missing out on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now's a good time to sign up because you can get the last two months of. Of uh, content is all on there. Yeah, you got a lot of lot got to a, listen to. That's the thing. When we first, um, when we first started Patreon, because you get like on one of the like access points when you, when you go to like check out the friend of the show page and it says like you know sign up now and get access to and it was like our first week and it was like three episodes. Yeah, and now there's a fuckload of episodes. Yeah. So um, yeah, and there's just more more coming out. Um, we had our third ever Ask Us Anything episode, which yeah, came out. Um, and the Q&A that came out last week was uh, with Luke Pryor, um, an Australian runner who was doing the Western States uh, endurance race. Um, and Dave hosted that one. And somehow thought it was a good idea to have his dog bark. Yeah, <laughs> honestly thought he was interviewing Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Dave, yeah, I don't know, just had his dog sitting on his lap for the whole interview. Yeah. <laughs> He's occasionally like Dave didn't have a question, so he'd be like, oh, excuse me, and the dog would ask a question. Um, Yeah, also we have had the first ever. This isn't on Patreon right now, but it will, well, it will be by the time this episode comes out because it's coming out today. Um, But the first of the Amateur Hour uh, hosted by Riley um, and he spoke with Adelaide runner Sophie LaPala. So that will be uh, super exciting. Cool new series that, uh, yeah, it's going to. I think when you know, when Riley hosts it, you know it's going to be. Yeah. Um, more informative than than anything me and you have to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> won't be funny, but it'll be. <laughs> Riley, Riley makes a really good gag, and like everyone laughs and deactivates their Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too out of out of character for you. Fuck, Riley's gonna kill us for this. <laughs> Sorry, Riley, we're just joking. Um, did you watch any of the Diamond League? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, massive, massive results from some of the Aussies. Yeah. Um, Tell you what, I think I look. We I've already mentioned this. Uh, I think on a Patreon episode, we could have mentioned it on a normal episode, which is a bit awkward. I'm going to retell the same joke, but I am in a uh, a group chat with Andy Buchanan and uh, Jess Stenson, um, that because we, we were making this joke up at Gold Coast that literally every single week you log onto Athletics Australia page and <clears throat> there's another graphic of Cam Myers mm. breaking another record. And it's like, for fuck's sake, can't you guys just wait to the end of the season and just post his best result? Yeah. <laughs> There's like 14 <laughs> Instagram posts going out of, up a week of Cam Myers. Every week, another show. Yeah, it's like 333. Him. Yeah, big whoop. He's going to run 332 next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. So just save it until the end of the season and yeah. post his best one. <laughs> yeah, I think he said he's um, maybe running London. Oh, no, Stewie said he's running London. I'm not sure what Cam's next race is, but yeah. Yeah, but three, yeah 333 overnight. Stewie paced him. Well, not him. Should we pace the race? Yeah. Um, yeah, Ingebrigtsen running 327. He's <laughs> getting close to that world record. Just getting close. Um, it's only a matter of time, I think. Yeah. It was, should we look good as well? Um, I guess it's, it's a lot easier when you know you're stopping at 1,200. But he, um, yeah, he definitely was moving pretty good down that straight, down the back straight. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the 1,500 meter record gone. Women's. Yes, Lyndon Hall. Um, I saw... Jess Hull just posts a story about it and like, yeah, it's like Hull, 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 Hull. Like they just keep swapping going back and forth. Um, 
Yeah, which is a bit which of a tongue twister, that one, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know which one I said. So much steam coming out of your ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <say> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, but no, it's we are literally in the you know most most amazing time for middle distance running mm. in Australia. It's just absolutely absurd how many how many good people are, are running. Yeah. Um, also, Abby Corwell ran one fifty eight in yeah. the eight hundred, and Bissett fell over. Uh, yeah, I don't know again. what happens to her in that last two hundred, but yeah. she is always in carnage. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, bunch of the bunch of them are running fast. Um, yeah, there's also the two Irish boys. Yeah, Brian Fay and Andrew Cor- Andrew Corscreen. Yeah, so they're both part of MTC. Yeah, um, Brian's been in college for the last few years, but uh, I was in Flagstaff. Was Brian there? No, I was. In, I've been training in Spain a couple of years ago with, with Brian. But yeah, I was in with Corsgren last year, and I remember I forgot his name. <laughs> I was like talking about Corsgren. You're like, what's his first name? I was like, uh, I can't remember. Um, but now he's running three thirty for fifteen hundred, so I remember his name. No worries. <laughs> and, and Brian Fay, like I was speaking to him yesterday. I was like, man, I thought you were so soft, and now like because he was just. Like he would always train well and then he'd just run okay in races and I just thought he was a bit weak. And uh, now he's, yeah, a lot faster than me. I feel like with running, it's one of those things where you can think like, you know, we all used to think Stewie was buddy soft. But eventually, if you keep, if you are persistent, and this is the same for recreational runners, for elite runners, whatever. If you keep persisting, eventually it'll all click. Yeah. It's just how the sport works. Yeah. And Still waiting for it to click for me, but you know. <laughs> yeah, just um, keep persisting. I just keep persisting, you know. <laughs> and I, no, imagine like in three years' time I run 1335 and you go, see, mate, click. A new one day is going to come. <laughs> it'll come good for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to you for sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Brian Fay run, he's running 1233. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, when I was running 1301, I just knew how to keep with it. <laughs> 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 no, but they're good. And sure. I, yeah, so they're both coming out to Australia to train at the end of the year. Are they? Yeah. Um, good. Which is good. I'm, I'm excited. Are they about funny? It. They got the, yeah, yeah. They got the, the but Irish. They're Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that's how you can tell, like, you know, never as funny as the Australians, but they're. Uh, but well, they, well you can tell I'm Irish and you can obviously tell you've got no Irish blood in you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'll be good having them out because uh, I think coming into an Olympic year, everyone like really wants to get into training where I know some years it's kind of like end of the European season and people are just like fuck around for a little bit. But yeah. I so they're going to come out end of the year. October, he said. October to maybe like January time. Sick. Um, have a nice. Remember Craig Ingalls was supposed to come out? Oh, mate, every year, rumor. Americans every year they're coming out, make a promise, and yeah. never ever. Central is the only one that actually ends up coming. He loves it, but yeah. um, they go to book flights and they're like, "Ooh, yeah. twenty four hours from <laughs> single from Melbourne to Sydney." Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, your country's big. <laughs> yeah, nah, they're uh, Americans. Are always all talk, but the Irish actually come out. So I remember right. one year, Paul Robinson, who, who, he's from Ireland, and he I was living in Ballarat. He came out to train me and Collis. So he booked his flights and everything and then Collis got told he was going to a race in Europe. So Collis wasn't there for two weeks. I got injured just before he came out. So he came all this way and trained by himself. Really? For the whole time, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is, Paul Robinson's funny bloke. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to them coming out. Should we get into some training weeks? Um, yeah, if you want. That's usually what we do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? 
Uh, I feel like the listeners are used to you going first. Yeah. If I go first, I might like throw out the feng shui of the room. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go first. So Monday, I started off with a... Little something. (laughs) A 62-minute jog. Yeah. I actually did a bit different run um, that I don't usually do. One that we've done before, but kind of up towards Glenaris along Garners Creek Trail. Oh, that one. Yeah. I hadn't done it in a, in a very long time, but just did it. Oh, yeah, I, to be honest, I've missed that run. I reckon it's one it's of the good. fastest runs. Yeah. You you don't, do, you, do you go up the hill or do you just go straight onto the path? Like do you stay the flattest way possible or do you go up that hill through the, the houses, past the houses? No, no. I, I went – I On the little bridge. Uh, up the boulevard. Yeah. Under the freeway. Under the, the freeway. And then yeah. just straight up. Um, yeah, it's good because you kind of – it's like gradual up. And then you turn around and just fly home. Where the goats where the goats were. Where the goats, yeah. The yeah. Geez, that was so funny. I do I did we ever retell the that you know, obviously you made that big joke mm. and then like we had people like go in there and checking it out, but then like there was there was genuine footage of the goats. I think someone made a TikTok about Oh really? It. That's what we yeah. Maybe I never spoke to you about it. Maybe someone not. posted a video, it was like on TikTok of like the goats and I was just like Okay, wow, they were genuinely, <laughs> genuinely goats. goats. They were genuinely goats. I thought it was like some big, <laughs> big joke. So, so you understand funny. what now it is I now. Now I totally understand. And you know what? It's not funny at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was funnier it was the way you thought exactly it. Exactly right, yeah. <laughs> it actually ruined it for me. <laughs> so uh, finding out Santa wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monday night, did 8K. And then Tuesday morning, went down to the 10. I, I feel bad doing my week at... First, every time when we've got the same weeks. You know, I bit. thought about this before you come and go, oh, here we go, Brett's going to go and mine's going to, you know, lose steam halfway through. We stopped after Tuesday. That's true. So keep going, brother. Halfway through saying that, saying I realized. Yeah, so. keep going, brother. Um, yeah, so we did uh, a session I like. Do you like this session? Uh, no, nah, not particularly. Really? No. Yeah. I, look, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm just craving K's at the moment because I feel like I'm getting like a lot fitter like in the last few weeks and I'm sort of waiting for like a K session where I, because I missed it. Because you want to test yourself or? Well, just, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're racing this weekend, mate. Just test yourself there. Oh, no, I want to push too hard and change. Yeah. So I've got an excuse. I'm sure we'll have K's tomorrow <laughs> anyway. But, um, yeah, so, but me, when I was coming to this, I was like thinking about what we got. I'm like, I reckon we you reckon you got it? So Tim makes a joke that it's my favorite session because it's like, I feel like, you know, whenever I'm like, oh, we don't have lap, do we? And Tim's like, we got the lap. And I'm like, fuck. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what we what we usually do is a lap of the tan and it's supposed to be kind of threshold. Um, For the international listeners, it's Melbourne's biggest, most popular running track. Yeah. It's Melbourne so it's, Central Park. Exactly, 3.8K, um, a few little hills in it. Uh, yeah, so what we usually do is threshold for the first one, 1. 1.6 maybe? Yeah. For, yeah, first mile. And then you get to this road and you pick it up a little bit, then you get to a K to go and you go hard. Yeah. Um, but we got told this time to – so we start off with a 400-meter hill and we got told this time to take it easy up the hill, um, which makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like, so you're not, yeah, because pe- what generally happens is you, you, you people push a bit too hard up the hill, your heart rate sort of spikes and then you have to settle. Whereas this felt like every 500 meters, your heart rate would climb a bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. It, we were really increasing it. Now, one thing that um, that Nick had said, you know, told you guys was like with a K to go, when you start the K to go, you can't be under three minute K pace. Like it should be three, you should hold three minute Ks from the from the top of the hill to yeah. the um, start. And I think Dave 
got a bit confused because I spoke to him after because he goes, oh, was that a good pace? And I said, oh, look, yeah, I think, look, we did it right, but it was probably could have been even a little bit slower because we were like, I think I was 254s from the top of the, from the top. Was um, it? Yeah. Yeah. I think or maybe 255. Yeah. I no, think it was fine. It was fine because we all ran hard, but I suppose I just wanted it a bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> But I think what we did, we did a, was good. Yeah. Like, yeah, Nick said run three-minute Ks and we ran, yeah, a little bit quicker but we were able to pick it up. So, yeah, so yeah. the idea is like can't tie yourself out and then run quick. So, And um, the, th- the thing about this session that's interesting is because you're not smashing yourself the first part of the um, – the first – like before the K to go, so it's what, 3.8, so 2.8. Uh, Ks of it, you're not killing yourself. So it's very easy to get carried away. So I've done this session where I'm not like super fit and Stewie's in like the shape of his life and I'm with Stewie until a K to go. Now I shouldn't be, yeah. but I can be because I'm sort of probably pushing a bit too hard and I'm sort of going around, you know, 255, three and it's fine. And then we get a K to go. I run 255, Stewie runs 235. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like a huge big di- – and it's like, well, that's – and this happened on Tuesday. I, as we were about to start the K, there was like 12 blokes with us. And yeah. We were all like, all right, let's see if there's going to be 12 people at the end of this K. And that's what I said to a few people last time. Like, they should probably – like if we were trying to run three-minute Ks even though we were a bit quicker, they should be trying to run three or five. Exactly. Because when we turn up to a threshold, yes. like the difference – that's why I can change gears because I'm running pretty much threshold or, yeah, or just something. Exactly. And that's what I spoke because I spoke to Al Christy. I said, What'd you run for your last K? And he said, um, 54. And I said, Okay, what were you doing for all your Ks then? And he said, uh, 58, you know, 58, 59. I go, Okay, so you're four to five seconds off your kilometer per K pace, um, off your like really hard K. And I said, for me, I was 2.42 and then I was running 54s. Yeah. So I'm 12 and seconds. Me and Ed were like 2.38 and then 2.50 for yeah. 12 seconds as well. Um, but yeah, I kind of got to into the last K and I was behind Dave and uh, and Ed and Smack. And then I yeah, just kind of like seeing how fast they were going and then kind of picked it up that last 500. But, and me and Ed were just a little bit in front and then cost Dave – Oh, Dave, Dave was behind. Like I said to Dave, I go, what are you doing? Because I sort of like st- I'm ha- hanging on and then it was like me, yeah, it was us five and then Dave went first. Like Dave like got dropped first and I was like, all right, you know, Dave's gone. Let's just, I'll just hang in here, hang in here. And I was like waiting for Smack to blow. I'm like, I reckon Smack will be the next. And, also, and then I started to blow. I was like, I'm getting <laughs> here. And then I was like, I'm falling back a bit. But I feel like I'm not blowing up massively. Like I... I'm holding it together. You guys are just going a bit far. And I was like, yeah, 241, 242 or something. And then like with 300 to go, Dave comes flying past. And I said to Dave, I go, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just like daydreaming for the first 700. And then I push and I'm like, spare me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like me and Ed could have pushed it a bit harder if we wanted that last bit too. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like I was going hard, but I was like, could have went harder if I needed to. Yeah. And Ed was like, oh, I thought it was just supposed to be K-Rap pace. So, <laughs> no then, way. Then, so he's thinking we're going to run a 250 and we've run a 238 or something. And, like, he doesn't and then he's going, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, my heart rate went to 140 then. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, we probably could run 235 if we if we needed to. But, um, and yeah, and then me and Ed ran 250s for the last four Ks. And yeah, it felt uh, pretty good. Like, I felt like I was moving well, which was nice. which was good. Oh, at least you had a good session this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then ran, yeah, just under eight k on on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, and then I met a, had a meeting with a new Pulse athlete on 
Wednesday morning and then so I met him in Port Melbourne and then went for my run from there. Just ran 20K like along the beach, which was pretty nice. Went out to the Pulse Run that evening um, and then now I'm on the Friday session. So Thursday was just another easy day and it's so much better just mentally on a Thursday, mm. just waking up, gone for an hour run, feeling feel nice and cruisy. Let, um, me, let me tell you, it's the... I've been on that Friday, you know, Tuesday, Friday for a long, long time. And now that I'm back on Tuesday, Thursday, I tell you what, Friday morning, a lot wake up is pretty nice. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I wake up on a Friday morning and I like the sun's shining and all that. And then it's like, oh, Brett's doing a marathon session right yeah. now. Yeah. Can you come ride the bike with me next year? Don't, don't, <laughs> don't put me on the spot on the podcast. I'll, I'll let me check 500 bucks. <laughs> um, ran, yeah, 7K with Sasuke that night. Um, and Saskia was just like, I was obviously having a bit of a, uh, I, so I've been trying to eat heaps of food. Um, and I feel so sick in my afternoon runs, like on the, on Wednesday at the Pulse Run. Why have you been trying to eat more food? I spoke to the dietitian and, uh, I don't know. I just, because some days I just feel terrible. Like I feel like my, I've been pretty inconsistent the last few weeks. Like inconsistent you say? <clears throat> with my running. Yeah. Um, like I feel pretty good running like easy running but then when I do a session yeah. or a threshold like I'm yeah, just I feel like your thresholds have been a bit all over the place yeah so I wanted to so I spoke to the Jess, Roth, Jess Rothwell Jeez, and um, she's been trying to make me eat a lot and okay. I am struggling to get through as much as she's telling me to eat um, yeah. and so, like Wednesday like is one of the worst feelings it's I, was, I was eating all day on Wednesday yeah. and so then shit. just before the pulse run I was like alright like get another banana in and I was had like the worst pain in my stomach the whole run. Like I was in so much pain. Like, And so I was like getting dropped on the pulse run because I was just like running off the back and then like someone's like running with me and, and like he's trying to speak to me and I'm like in so much pain. I can barely speak. Yeah, you, it's and, just like train, you, you have to train your body. Yeah, but, and then, but then like, it like <laughs> I went to go, go, went to dinner and like I feel so sick that I'm like struggling to eat but I'm like trying to eat. Um, so it's kind so of a it, shit feeling. It does suck because food is like such a you know good part of life, right? Like I love food, good food, going to restaurants and stuff. And I find that like if I've done a, like a, a long run, when I run two hours on a Sunday and I have like a gel, it sort of fucks my stomach for the rest of the day. Mm. So if I'm like going out for dinner that night or something, it's like I'm like staring at the menu and I'm like not even that hungry. Yeah, it just takes yeah. the fun away mm. a little bit. Oh, definitely. I haven't. I have no enjoyment with food at the moment because yeah. it's just literally just eating. I wonder how have you spoken to Jess about how long that will go for? Like, is it is it an adjustment period? Uh, like until I start feeling yeah, like uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, to, I guess um, listening to the uh, Patreon episode, yeah, yeah, about that, and like you do, you have to go through this period of of like, don't feel too much sick. away, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping, but it's not every like some days I feel fine doing it, and some days I'm just. I, like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I just ate the wrong thing that day as well. Um, and it's also fun of that balance of like, feel like I'm not like not just eating junk food to get calories in all day. Like yeah. I want to eat healthy. Exactly. But I it need to get the calories in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and then so I'm just like, I feel full all the time. But um, you're, like, you're like, fuck, this is my 19th celery smoothie for the day and it's really struggling to get yeah. calories up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's maybe what got me as well because I was like, like one thing Jess suggested was like drinking smoothies and like milkshakes and stuff. Oh. And so like I had one of them at lunch and oh, I reckon it's just... Yeah, you don't usually have that, do you? Not, yeah, not really. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. So 
Uh, but yeah, anyway, for Thursday. Now I know why you got the juice at the cafe. Yeah. More yeah. 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 To, yeah. I suppose you have to. Yeah. And it, I think it's definitely something that, uh, you know, a lot of athletes go through where, you know, um, you know, obviously, like eating disorders are like massively prevalent in in endurance running and stuff, and something to be mindful of. And not that you have that, but this is when Dave and I spoke about this in um, one of our Q and A episodes that we did ages ago, and how he's went through the same thing. Like Jess was just, "You're not eating enough," and I said to Dave, "I go, do you reckon you had an eating disorder?" And he said, "No." He goes, "It wasn't like deliberate disordered eating. It was I just." wouldn't think that I need to eat that much. And it wasn't like if That's someone me. told me and I was yeah trying to cut the calories, he just said it's, you know, and I find it too, like if I've got a real busy day and I'm just like flying around doing something or whatever, I might have like, you know, had a, had a lunch and then forgot to snack. And then by nighttime, I'm starving and it's like, fuck, I should have eaten more that day. Yeah, yeah. I feel like on that as well. Like I might eat, like my meals and like a few little snacks and I think that's fine. But then mm. when you look at how much training I do, um, it's like I should be eating probably a lot more. A lot more, yeah. It's not that I'm like skipping meals no. or like cho- choosing to do it. But no, that's it's just it's that I just need, need more to calories. fuel. Yeah. yeah. And like you do kind of get away with it. Like you can get away with it, but you start having bad performances or, exactly or whatever. Right. Or um, you break down. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Like how many Ks a week are you running now? Like 170? Yeah, 170, but right. it's like starting to go up as I well. Would like to, I would like to like ask Jess this just out of interest. Like is it possible to, for uh, Brett to put on – like heaps of weight while he's running 170k. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I feel like it would it's like humanly impossible based on how much your body is burning. You just the, the body can't eat enough to put on mm. heaps of weight. So it's just like that's yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it's, it's uh, like you could say it's food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just funny like I'm eating like at breakfast like I'm eating like double what I usually eat kind yeah. of things and like oh, I struggle and with breakfast. It's, and and it is funny like it's easy like for Jess to say on paper, like this is what we want to eat, but then I have to go and run or I have to go and do a session yeah. and it's, um, it makes it, it's not always practical yeah. or she's like, you know, like in, in your long run, you should be having a uh, hundred grams of carbs an hour. I'm like, how, like I can't carry eight gels with yeah, me exactly. for, for my long run. So it's, it's not always practical to do those things. And, but yeah, I've been like eating heaps and then uh, on some of the days before that, like 20 K run on Wednesday, um, drinking like 500 meals of Morton before my yeah. run. And then I feel like I have to piss every like 15 yeah. minutes because I got so much like fluid yeah. and like so much food in my stomach. So um, it's yeah, definitely an adjustment shit. phase I'm going through. But but yeah, this Thursday evening run, um, Saskia has smelt my weakness that I'm struggling a little bit on the. So she's like <laughs> literally like pushing the pace Didn't on me. Didn't know where that was going then. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. Nah, she's like just like. Like pushing the pace out of corners and stuff, and like dropping me, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, and then like <laughs> trying to find you're going, trying to find the dead straight, <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know, um, uh, what's that like little mountain in uh, not a mountain mound in Elwood <laughs> is like Point Ormond, is that Ooh. it? Um, you know what, it, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the grass hill the grass with the hill thing on the top with that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like, so know. I'm struggling. Yeah. She's like, yeah, let's run up to the top of that because it's like a real nice sunset. And then like, like she's sprinting up it as well, like dropping the <laughs> shit out of me. I'm like, thanks, just making me feel good for my. <laughs> <laughs> Got a marathon session in the morning, but uh, and then so yeah, that night we flew to Canberra because I had both my granddad's birthdays coming up. Yeah, um, and I had my first marathon session of 20k of K on K off. Um, but yeah, had a shocker. 
That um, was my joke when you said you ran well on Tuesday. Yeah. And I said, oh, at least you had one good session. Yeah, to be honest, it still was... Just throw you when you're down. Yeah, to be honest, I, I thought maybe you had 16, only 16K of the 20K. Nah, yeah, so I had 20K of it, but... I don't think it was... I don't think you can call it a shocker. No, I didn't have a... I just... I, I just had a bad session. Like, I... So I turned up to the lake and I trained there a few times before because I was there before the Olympics. And it's pretty good to run around, but it's nothing ever compares to Albert Park. Yeah. Um, and and when the you, only thing you have to worry about at Albert Park, the only thing is wind. Yeah. Everything, everything else is the most perfect. Like you never get, yeah, there's not a bike in your way. There's nothing. Yeah. It's just perfect. But yeah, because it's like a bike path around the lake. So it's windy, little ups, little downs. Yeah. Um, but then I still went out like with the intention of going like 255s, 325s or something. Um and kind of did the first couple and then got into the headwind and I just felt like I was just trying pretty hard to run. I was running just under three minutes by now. And you're pushing. And I was pushing and then um, got, yeah, then got into this other section that was just like direct headwind and then I like ran like a 310 or something um, and then turned around, got back down to like three minutes and then because I was just by myself as well, having the gels, no water, so I had one at 7K and then like 2K later or 3K later, just like stomach stitch mm. cramp kind of thing. Also now it makes sense. It's not probably in isolation, not just that. No, it's definitely not. You're eating, you know, I mean, the whole so day much. before yeah. you're eating so much. Yeah, exactly. Just gone, fuck. There might be an adjustment period with you having stitches for the next week or so. Yeah, yeah. So um, kind of I ended up stopping after 15K. So I did eight hard ones, seven easy ones. Um as just, opposed to two hard, uh, ten hard ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only missed a little bit, but I just uh, yeah. And so in the last one, these like old blokes on the bike came past me, and they're like, "Geez, mate, you go on De Costello pace," and I was like, "Mate, that is so offensive," <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> because I'm running way slower than Deke would ever run. I was blowing up right now. <laughs> That's so. I good. was running like three twelves oh, or something. You're about to make it the other way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not that That's day. So offensive. You understand who I am? Yeah. And yeah. imagine they go, "Yeah, we know who you are, Brett, but we just don't care." Yeah. Like, get in super shoes. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you just out of uh, curiosity because you don't usually show fucking weakness ever, or at least you don't talk about it at that session when you're starting to feel a stitch, right? Are you, you're obviously having men, a mental battle. Like a, you know, very rarely are you like just gone, yep, yep, yep. And then you like just at one point you go, all right, no, nah, I'm done at 15K. Like obviously like after say five hard ones, you might be like, this is pretty fuck. Like, okay, I'll just get another one done. I'll just get another, like what was going on in your head? Yeah, definitely with the, yeah, I guess I, you can see I had a bit of a mental battle because I was planning to do a lap of the lake kind of. And yeah. I, once I was like fighting into this wind, I was just like, uh, I'll get 10k out and then turn around and then try to have the tail in the second half, and then I turn end up turning around at 9k. I was like, "Fuck this!" I'll like yeah. make do something else for the last yeah. one or two k. Like <laughs> got the fire trail up into yeah, the yeah. Place. I just I like, had to, had to <laughs> anything t- to get off. I just end. didn't want to go into the wind anymore. But um, yeah, and then like once I got the stitch, it was just like I had a bit of a bad um like off k as well. Um, well, but I was like, tr- then I was like, all right, let's just kind of keep going, like try to get, Yeah, I was like, uh, the then, then I did say, all right, I'll just get to 16K and yeah. do that. Um, and then, yeah, but in that last one, I was just like starting to struggle a little bit and then I was just like, fuck it, like I don't need it. I just, yeah. I'll call it now. Call but it. it was still 15K. And it is a good decision to 
Like sometimes you need to do that because if you just fight and fight and fight, then imagine like then your long run, you're really cooked and then you're sort of cooked all this week. Yeah. You put yourself yeah. into a bit of a hole. Like you, I yeah. feel like certain, I feel like, you know, certain athletes, if they're like pulling out of things, it's like, oh, did you need to pull out of that? Whereas for you, you know, yeah, you are known as being a bit of a tough man. <laughs> I, um, I feel like also with this food thing, just because like I – haven't been feeling that good and then so like I'm feeling like something's a bit wrong or um, so as soon as now as I like start having a bit of a tired or like a bad session like I start just to think yeah something's definitely wrong like and yeah. I guess I get like in my head even more and I get like real I'm like yeah I'm cooked like something's wrong um, like haven't been eating enough and like I just, mm. so I was definitely like getting that in, in that session I was it's just like, like with you, it's like, like with you with the I think it's good to talk about that sort of weakness like you know the mental challenge that we all face like you with the iron remember you're having like a bad session you're like oh my fucking yeah. iron's all fuck I've got no fucking energy and then, like, then you like went and did something and it's like oh iron's all good and then you were flying <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what yeah I'm getting a blood test in a couple of days so yeah. hopefully once I get the results I'll be fine <laughs> so, okay, like, if there's one thing Brett does when he's not feeling great it's a blood test yeah <laughs> how many bloody blood tests you got for mate <laughs> the guy's like the guy that goes and checks and goes, oh, exact same as last time, yeah. mate. You're doing all the things right. Unless you run out of blood, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's> like... <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not a great day, but just did, did 15-minute warm down. Um, warm down was actually pretty good for 11 pace. So <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, trying make, you're trying to make up. Actually not gone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> the four the four eleven for fifteen minutes makes up for the five k you miss at like three minute pace. Um, and then drove down that afternoon to the coast to see my granddad. Stayed the night there. So Saturday morning ran um, fifty five minutes with Saskia. Just um, the, can I just ask? Just in the coast there, were you in uh, ACT or in New South Wales? New, New South coast? Wales. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know, I just find it the most fascinating. That little fact of the Jervis Bay. Jervis Bay. Yeah. No, I was at Ulladulla. So, but yeah, again, hilliest place to run. Um, (laughs) And then drove back to Canberra that day. Um, There's like a a Sherpa listening to our podcast from Nepal, like listening to you just going, shut the fuck up. (laughs) He's looking at Ulladulla. He's looking at the elevation of Ulladulla, comparing (laughs) it to the fucking base camp of Everest. (laughs) He's like, yeah, sitting at like 4,000 metres, 5,000 metres altitude right now and I'm talking about a run that got 156 metres elevation gain. (laughs) Hilliest place on earth. Oh, shit. It is though. Um, And then Sunday, it was one of the best mornings ever in Canberra. Like it was, <laughs> no, it was. I feel like you've absorbed my level of exaggeration <laughs> this episode. Okay, so I came, so Saskia did her run and. One of the best mornings ever. Oh, it was so nice. And what was I, the temperature? Two degrees. Oh, okay. Uh, it would be for, if I was to run a half marathon, it would have been perfect. Okay. Two degrees and sunny and still. And it was like really nice. I got back to the car because um, I – so I started to her run. I didn't know if she was going to get lost because she hadn't run there before. Yeah. And so I ran back past the car and I go – and I saw her. She's like, best run of my life is what she said. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, you got someone to back you up. Yeah, it too, was good. Two exaggerators. <laughs> yeah. So I did – Imagine what I would have said if I was there. <laughs> yeah, you would have loved it. Um, I did, it. So along – is it along the beach? Like what do you do? No, I'm in Canberra now. Ah, yeah, back I missed that journey back. Yeah. So did you, was it like on trails? Um, 
Nah, so or oh, most of it was just on bike path, so around Lake Billy Griffin. So oh, yeah. you know where we you did that session as well. Yeah. So there, um, so the whole lake I went around. Yeah. Um, what is the if you were to follow the lake? I think it's like twenty nine k or twenty eight k. You can do yeah. It's capital city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and but then I did a little extra, a little bit into Stromlo. Um, or yeah, I, I don't know if it's in the beginning or the end. Uh, halfway through, but I went like up. Um, through the hills, and so it's what I used to do when I lived in Canberra. Yeah, that's this little hill, hill section. Because I've heard that that like, I've heard some of you know that the Canberra trail running is like amazing. Yeah, and that's what Sasha kept saying. Like, oh, like would you do that long run like when you lived here, or, or do, like she's like, oh, I thought we would have seen more runners out. Mm. Um, and I was like, nah, no one would ever do the long run we did. Yeah, like everyone just goes and runs on the trails. Yeah, um, you've but, taken the Melbourne approach to camp. Yeah, and I don't I, because Stromlo is now like there's a lot of houses and stuff. Like I don't know where to go anymore. Yeah. Um, and then the other trails like. Well, as well, as with Sasuke as well, so I couldn't just like send her off in the bush and go see her yeah. in, in a bit. But um, yeah, it was a really good run, um, 30, 34K, nice. 3.58. Nice to hear a bit of passion from you for once. Yeah, felt, felt, um, felt, felt good. I feel good when I'm doing my like, long runs and my easy runs. It's just when I go hard. Yeah, uh, Sometimes, 3.58. Okay. Sometimes I just, uh, yeah, feel, feel shit. Yeah. Um, my mum was also there. She did an 80-minute run. Good on you, Sandy. She's pretty good. Um, she's taking it seriously. So my auntie bought some Normatex. Oh, wow. Um, so my auntie plays hockey. Yeah. And so my mum does her runs, goes over to my auntie's house, uses the Normatex. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> she's uh, been going to like a cryo chamber for recovery. Like she takes it more seriously than you. <laughs> <laughs> she probably beat me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's my week. 166K for the week. So I'm just connecting to the normal text I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> um, good week. How was yours? Good week. Yeah, mine was good. Um, Monday headed out for a hour run. It was pretty chill. Um, just went around the trails near Clifton Hill. Um, Tuesday went and did the session that you've already talked about. Um, but I, yeah, so I mentioned I ran two, we all together with a K to go and I ran two for, I think 241 or 242 for the last K. Um, and then Dave and I, so like Smack finished in front of me for that first K. Well, he was what? Like just behind you guys? Yeah. You saw, the four of you sort of all finished pretty much together, right? 38, 39. Yeah. You know? And I was a couple of seconds behind you guys. Um, and then I feel like I recover like pretty well. Or like, I don't know, unless... Like Smack was like a three, over three maybe for his first K. Um, and I was like, I think maybe like 57 or something. Me and Dave sort of ran together. And then I, for the next one, I I just felt like each K after that hard one, because we have four by K, it got easier. Yeah. So I recover more. I sort of, I feel like I know I'm fit now because I can recover at like 57, 58. Mm. Um, Per K, and it's like I can feel myself recovering. I just sort of stretch out, and I'm like trying to get like the lactic in my legs from that. Yeah, that's um, what like when Ed was like, he was saying, he goes, "Oh no, like I was going to flat out." I'm like, if you then go and run two fifty and you're cruising, you're not like you're you're doing fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then yeah, just Dave and I were sort of swapping the lead, like because you and Ed run side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Dave, uh, yeah, sometimes we. Take leads a little bit. Usually I sit in and then I go, I'll lead this one and he just runs next to me or in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a prick. Um, yeah, Dave and I were sort of swapping the lead and then I 
he did like a big sort of stick because one of them was a bit windy and I sat right on him and like I was like just sitting there and I was like, oh, this feels pretty. I think this was the, the sec, uh, second last one. And then I go, I pull out to go past to help him and we get like up over the crest of the hill and like I sw- I would admit to it if I was doing this, but I genuinely wasn't. But um, the photographer was up at the top of the at the top of the hill, and I come around the outside, and Dave looks at me, <clears throat> and he's like, like the sort of like shakes his head a bit and surges, <laughs> and I just go, and I said to him, I go, Dave, I'm trying to help you. If you don't want it, don't worry. So I just sat in behind him, and he just led the whole rep in the hit. And I said to him, <laughs> I said to him after, I go, what? And he goes, you were just fucking going around to get the photo. I said, Dave, come on, mate. Like typical Dave though, who sprints <laughs> to win. Yeah. reps at the end like, <laughs> I was like mate I was just trying to help you out but no we had a laugh about it and then um, yeah we just fin- finished it off I think I was like 53 maybe for the last case it was like went down from 58 all the way to, or maybe 52 was the last one I think I averaged 54 um, for the last 4k 4 by k uh, Wednesday headed out for um, I ran 75 minutes from uh, Chelsea's in Newport so that was yeah Good run, um, pretty good weather from from memory. But I was getting lost, kept getting lost because um, I, I was pulling out my maps trying to find out where I was going. Wait, was, so you were just running <coughs> like and finishing at Chelsea's? Well, no, 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 finishing in here. Oh, okay, so I, yeah, I yeah. go stay at hers Tuesday night, and then I leave um, my uh, like leave a bag there, and she'll bring it later in the week. And I was yeah running through um what's the river like maribyrnong yeah and then i and i'm trying to find places and i'm like running and i'm like going through ascot vale and i'm like oh yeah like if i just go as the crow flies i was fucking the crow was not going that that (laughs) way (laughs) (laughs) ended up in buddy crow was migrating back down there (laughs) like doing a u-turn midway turn i'm going fuck what a strange crow (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those like uh you know those pigeons like the game the they just go, <laughs> yeah, <"Poof."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then Wednesday, I forget why there's something I had on Wednesday. Oh, I had dinner with maybe Chelsea's parents or something. And I had something I had to do before Wednesday and I couldn't go to the gym. So I was like, oh, this is annoying. I'm gonna have to do gym, um, Thursday night instead. So, a good thing was, is I wasn't gonna be, uh, because t- I've been doing gym Wednesday and then I'm a bit tired for threshold. Walked up to threshold um, and like I spent I reckon half an hour on the spiky ball trying to go over this glute because mm. I've still got this nerve thing. Um, Did you end up getting needles in it? No, nah, no. Nah, I'm to seeing Yoshi tomorrow. I couldn't get it. I told you with the guy that uh, mm. Lucas Owen, he used to work from Boleyn's cycling physio and he's now out at, uh, oh, geez, that place out in Frankston. It's even further than Frankston. Oh, Lang Warren. Really? Uh, yeah. Lang Warren. I was just like, oof trek to get out there but yeah. i might yeah i might we'll see how how it goes because i'm definitely going to get some serious needles before um sunshine coast because that's when it'll affect me yeah. it's not going to affect me at bandura that much because i find it happens like it's something like bandura where i'm turning and like going downhill and then uphill and moving and stuff it doesn't happen as much yeah it's more but, in that constant I mean, if rhythm. i'm locked into yeah. like a pace on the road that's when it happens um so yeah went with uh l christie and bailey um I love I don't say Bailey's surname. Al <laughs> <laughs> Christie's first name is Al Christie. <laughs> a joke will never get old. Um, I was talking to – so it was really windy. Ed was asking me, oh, what pace are you going to go? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to start out at 310s, you know, um, and just see see how it go. And I had Al Christie and Bailey with me and it was really windy and they always run side by side like you and Jack did. 
and you and I were talking about this last week or two weeks ago, how you and Stewie used to run really fast at Caulfield because you'd help each other out. Mm. And I'm like, well, fuck, I've got two boys here. Surely the three of us can work with each other. Um, so I sort of told him, I said, let me do like the longest stints on the, on the front and then you guys like sort of come and help. And they're like, yeah, perfect. Let's do that together. But I think maybe, you know, I spoke to him after, but they like it'd be all even and then like Al would like come through for his turn on the front and it would like be like felt like three minute pace. You know, yeah, so they're sort yeah. of surging and then it was like – and we ended up running like 309s or something in and it was really windy. So it was probably, you know, it, it felt like I was at threshold but those two boys weren't. So I sort of felt like I cooked their training a little mm. bit because they were both pretty pretty tired after. Um, and I said, look, we can do that again. We can just get a bit smoother with it. Yeah. But it definitely, to be honest, like the mental side of it, as it was something interesting that Bailey said, he said, I don't have, I'm not super confident in running in a pack, like on either the track, because he's like still fairly new to running. I suppose it's something we take for granted, but like he's like, I don't know exactly like how to run on somebody, like in a road race, like how close up to get behind them wow. and stuff. Um, and he's like, so it, I, because I'm doing everything side by side with L, it, this helps me, you know, yeah. being in a line and stuff. And, but like, yeah, they, we that's all, funny. I've never really thought about that. No, because I, I think, think just because we, we grew, grew up doing we grew it. We grew up so, racing, whereas yeah. he didn't. Um, and, you know, it is one of those things like, how close can you get behind someone? Because if you're like a meter off, if there's a meter between, it's like, well, that wind, like, well, you know, you're yeah. Not, but even just like, um, trusting where yes. they're going to, you're going to land, exactly. they're going to land and not, not, because if you're like chopping and changing, like this, just, that's just a waste of energy. But if you're just like not worried about it and just landing, yeah, good, uh, like that, that good distance away, exactly, it definitely makes a difference. It definitely, for sure. Um, yeah. So then Friday, I had a rest day because it's my day off running. Uh, Thursday night, went to the gym. Um, did a late late night gym there out at Project Better in Collingwood. Um, I love it. I love doing gym late. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's quiet. I yeah. sort of get, to be honest, I don't know if listeners will uh, get this, but I get gym anxiety where mm. I'm like in there and there's fucking like all these, you know, big guys <laughs> and they're like, you know, I'm trying to do like these like small little weights and then there's like a line of like six guys all want to share the stuff and I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm trying to, you know, it's I, I just like being, you know, it, when it's quiet. I don't like going there when it's really busy. Um, and... Yeah, then Saturday morning went out to Waddle Park um, and yeah, there was Ed wasn't there and uh, like the Rising Track Club boys were there as well. Um, so there's a yeah, good bunch of us and I it's only my second time at Waddle because I went to, mm. you know, it's like, I feel like I've been on three sessions a week for a few weeks now but I was in, um, I was in Gold Coast for one week and then Last week was at Sandown Racing, so I haven't been to Waddle. Um, but yeah, went through eight oh five first lap, and then seven. I took the one of the hills on the second lap, and we we're in a big group. And I sort of was just like pushing at the front, and I got to the top of the hill, and I had like a pretty like sizable gap, and I didn't realize because it was like a little bit windy. I couldn't. I was just focused on running, and I looked behind. I was like, shit, do I wait for him or do I just keep going? And I was like, oh, I'll just keep sort of going and, and see see how I go. And I was 7.55 for that lap. So I got 10 seconds quicker and then I was 7.36 for the last mm, lap. Which that's was, good. Which was good. Um, but I was pushing. Like it wasn't, you know, not yeah, running 7.36. Easy, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What does that get me? 23.30 something, was it? I think, from memory. What was your second lap? Actually, it was 23.36. That's yeah. how I knew I... Yeah, because I don't time laps, but I knew I was 8.05 and then 7.55. And yeah, was, okay. That's how I knew because I was 23.36. Um, so, yeah, it was good, good session. And I felt, to be honest, like 
even, you know, Tim said, he's like, I haven't seen you like look that good for a while, Joel. Um, and I felt good. It just felt strong. You know, like when you're running strong, it's been mm. a fucking while since I've, I've felt like that, especially up hills. Cause I yeah, used to that's be what like, I feel like I don't have at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and like, that's what um, concerns me most right now about how I'm going is that when I'm trying to go hard up a hill, I just feel like I'm not getting up it. Yeah. Like just no power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's good. Yeah, I felt good, but... Yeah, I suppose I'm at. That's like a month now of, of three hard things a week, you know. Because um, I, you know, I did waddle and I did the. If, if we're counting the five k at Gold Coast, can I count that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, then Sunday I went out to. This is yesterday went out to run Melbourne. Uh, early start for me, and yeah, I was thinking while I was doing it, it's exactly what you did at Gold Coast when you had the. What were you supposed to run? It was like fifty minutes, but a lapsed time. Three hours, Three hours or something. Yeah. yeah, I would have been uh, – I would have run – I said my watch died because I couldn't find my charger, which is a bit annoying. Um, but I would have been close to two-hour run and I was on my feet for like three and a half hours. Yeah. And I was absolutely cooked when I got home. So I just put the feet up for the rest of the day and just chilled out writing programs and stuff. So um, I was 112, I think, 110, yeah. 112K for the week. So. Yeah, and now race week. Yes, racing state champs, state cross country at Bandura. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, when was the last time we were all talking about that at Waddle? And I said to the boys, I was like, geez, going to Waddle. going to Bandura makes me nervous. And they're like, why? And I said, because I've got associated anxiety from the age of like 10 all the way to the age of 15, every state champs is at Bandura. So mm. when you're like a little kid, you're going up there. And I don't know about you, but the most nervous I've ever been in running events was when I was a kid. Yeah, like yeah. Going to primary school states and mm. stuff. And in your world, in your little bubble, that was like going to world champs. It was so big. Um, yeah, I used to get nervous for ACT um, cross country, yeah. even though like I was knew you were gonna I was going to win it yeah. by a fair bit. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. For, yeah, it was just when you were a kid, like yeah, that you, was like a huge deal. Yeah, and um, more people you know there as well, and. Just, yeah. I actually had a, had a conversation with one of my athletes. Uh, I'm not going to say her name just in case she doesn't want me to talk about this. Um, but she had a race on the weekend and she sent me a message just saying like how nervous she was for it and how she's like, you know, stressed and wanting, you know, felt like she, she'd had a panic attack pri- previous at, at, at an earlier race um, last year before I was coaching her a couple of years ago. And we were having this chat about it and I, rather than like, saying, you know, don't be nervous and stuff like that. I just said, I go, you know why you're nervous? She goes, why? Go, because you care. Yeah, because it means something it to means you. It means something yeah. to you. If, you. if you weren't nervous, like, you know, and this is the same, like if you're a politician making a big important speech, it's like mm. they're nervous. Yeah. Know? If you're an actor about to, have you seen that footage of um, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, as he's doing, it's like one of those TikTok videos and he's about to shoot the scene in Wolf of Wall Street walking through the yeah, um, yeah. office building Yeah. and you see him like, everything's about to happen and it's like they're about to say action and he's like staring at the ground. He's like hands are sort of like jittering because it's a huge scene. Mm. And it's like he's nervous, right? Yeah. It's because he's a fucking master of his craft and he cares about what he's doing. I suppose once the nerves, once you're not nervous, then what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's what you have to remember. This means something to yeah. you. And it's like a good fun thing that you're doing like for yourself. Yeah, like, exactly. don't, Yeah, so try yeah. to use it in a positive way. Exactly, yeah. and that's what she did and she had a ball out there, ran well, ha- super happy after. Yeah, So good. it's just like, you know, good on you. Um, but yeah. So you're nervous for this weekend? Um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> you said, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, 
I'm actually not now, but I will be on Saturday. When yeah. I'm lining up, I will be. Uh, I'm also, yeah, I'm excited. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to run better than I have the last like few races. I don't know. I'm just getting a bit better each week. So mm. um, it's going to be say good. That, like I think it's, it's like in Victoria right now, oh. these races are good, they're quality. Yeah. And it's just like the It'll top pretty like, much six, seven, eight is there's a lot of guys in there and whoever has a good day will kind of – like Ed, right, Ed Marks a, is probably, I'd say, the standout. Yeah. Um, but then apart from that, it's like whoever has a good day can come second, third. Yeah. Whoever. So I was I was saying to, um, I think I was saying to like Al Christie on, on Saturday at Waddle, I was like, if we, if you're going to pick like the top 10 um, at National Cross, imagine each state gets to field like their best, their best runners that are here now. Okay. So you can't. Bring Ollie Hoare in because he's over. You can't, you know, Rainer and and Stewie, they're overseas and stuff. But it's like who's been racing in Australia recently? And I was like pretty much everyone I was saying was like – and I said the only, you know, you've got the Cox brothers, Tim Vincent, Ed Goddard. Mm. That's all. I'm definitely going to have forgot somebody. There's, yeah, there has there's, to be. There's going to be a few more but I mean like every, it was like every name was like, you know, me, you, um, Andre, uh, Ed, Andy, Andy, yeah. uh, Liam Adams, Seth, and um, yeah, um, Liam Cashin. You know? Yeah, like there's a bunch. A lot of Victorians. A lot of yeah. Victorians are running well at the moment. Yeah. so yeah, it's good. Yeah, very good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to come watch. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Collis gives me because it's a Saturday race. I'm hoping Collis will give me a short threshold on Thursday because I didn't get that before Sandown. Yeah, sure. This one's a bit. It's a bit more, more important. Sandown relays. Yeah. But. Oh, I just got a message from him here. Fourteen k threshold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> Waddle Park on Saturday. Call us on racing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, do that. <laughs> so Thursday easier. No, no, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, you're not. You're racing on Saturday. I oh, will go to Waddle on Friday. <laughs> threshold Thursday. Waddle Friday. Saturday race. And Ed just pits me. <laughs> um, yeah. Nah. Good. Things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. You know, I almost forgot about. I was about to wrap up the show. Really? Yeah, forgot. But uh, sorry for the victims this week. We will be railing you. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Yeah. So mine um, is if, if people haven't seen, have we talked about no context track before? I don't know. But how often do me and you ask each other? Have we talked about? And we have we no idea. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, go and follow it if you haven't seen it because it's, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. stuff. That's it's on definitely it. an American running it, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if the person's like secretive about it either. Okay, I think people know who it is. Oh, do you know? Who I, it don't, is? I don't. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the. I'm not in the know. But <laughs> I know some like some of the American runners like either mates with him yeah. or, or or her or. Um, but anyway, mine is just a photo from a few weeks ago. I actually shared on my story a few weeks ago as well. But it's just Stewie Mac. It's a photo from 2013. <laughs> he's we're in London and he's on a um, a phone box that's like tipped over. It's like a piece of kind of art thing, and he's just lying on it. But it's just <laughs> it's, it's so just funny. seeing like uh, he is 17 at yeah. the time, 17 year old Stewie. Um, yeah, like it's just so funny. But it just, yeah, he ran well last night. So I thought, well, and he's starting to run well again. So yeah, start, I can start picking on start him again. Like, again. I've been really nice to him lately. <laughs> but we'll, I find it funny um, that 
he, I feel like Stewie, like there's all these photos of him like, as an adult and then as a kid. And it's like, I never saw like a slow progress. It's like he went to bed one night looking like all young and tall and stuff. And then he like woke up like a man. Yeah. You yes. know, so he's like, there's a photos of him in like, you know, 2016, Johnny's like, he looks like a kid, but then like 2018, he yeah. looks like what he does now. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, yeah. So when he was kind of, um, 22 or 23 he looked like such a kid yeah but now yeah. and then yeah but real quickly yeah just into what he is now yeah yeah exactly. it's a very funny like he got one haircut so, oh, Stewie. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, yeah yeah a lot of attention from <laughs> from the boys and girls oh, Stewie. <laughs> um so talking about no context track and field uh they're one of their most recent posts it's it's a it's a Brett and Joel favorite this sort of yeah. this sort of sense of humor. So I showed I showed Brett the slide and I just said, "Have a guess which one is going to make me laugh." He <laughs> scrolls across and the moment he hits it, he just cries. <laughs> so it's a picture of one of those finish one of those can't even get it out one of those finish line um, photo finishes, and it's of these three blokes and the camera that does those uh, photo finishes like distorts yeah and he's like obviously like rotated his body or something at the, <laughs> at the last second and his body's so stretched it's so funny have a laugh um it's gonna pop up um and now usually we only ever submit one things we've seen on instagram this week that we aren't too sure about uh but thanks to riley wolf we have a little special one um from my strength conditioning coach richie johnson uh have a look at this guys and uh, let us know what you think. <laughs> Man, if it was my strength and conditioning coach, I would be firing him right now. <laughs> like, I, I want to delete that Patreon episode that he put up. Like, it's just. <laughs> Do you know, it's real, I've got to come clean because Richie will send me a message going to town on me. He, he's, it's a Legionnaire's cap, isn't it? That's what they're called. I'm, not I'm pretty sure it's called a Legionnaire's cap. And in Cairns, I like walked past um, a stall like selling these Legionnaire's caps. And I was like, I reckon I could pull that off. And I put it on my head. I looked in the mirror and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Nah, nah, nah. So I put it down and then <laughs> Richie gets done for wearing one. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, he'll, he'll, uh, you'll have to laugh. You yeah. know why he'll have to laugh? Because he has to. No, because he's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the Irish guys are funny. I don't know. But I, yeah, he, he's borderline, though. I'm questioning if he's Irish. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to wrap this up. Um, good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. See you, guys. Toodaloo. (laughs) 